Hello and welcome to the Basin Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here is always my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, will you do the honors? Welcome to the Player Debate Smellback. Happy Passover, Adam, to Thank you, you and yours. Thank you. Happy Easter coming up. Yes. To you yes. and yours as well. Yes. Welcome. Welcome home. Welcome back to uh, beautiful, beautiful Long Island. Uh, love Long Island. Is it gorgeous a place. place? It is. And I'm not just saying that. They said that New York is the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Clearly, Alicia Keys and Jay Z have never been to port. To port. <laughs> no, they haven't. Because depending on where you are in the Sand Spring Preserve, there might be actual jungle. True. True. Fair point. Great hike, by the way, in Sands Point Preserve. I don't know if you've ever been. Uh, Sands Point Preserve is beautiful. Where I, I that's where I had my prom. Really? In the, ca- in the castle, yeah. Huh. I, I, was, I was there no more no more than like a year ago. Really? Well, that was I was in the same place as you, Adam. Yeah, but oh. like eight years later. Ugh. Gross. I graduated high school eight years ago. Uh, Adam, eight years shut later. Up. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's where we had our prom. It was kind of an interesting. I mean, we have all the time in the world because we only have 12 mailbag questions. But anyway, prom, it, it was weird. So they had like a red carpet mm-hmm. you had to walk down. And there was and like parents and stuff were like in the bleachers. So it really felt, it, I don't know. It's It was kind of weird to make 18 year old kids do that, but whatever. Fair, fair, but everyone's got to feel like a star at least once. And if if someone's not going to feel like a star on their prom night, then when are they ever going to feel like a star? Their wedding night, maybe. Yeah. Prom was fun, actually. It was like, a, I think it was a casino night themed. Oh, I, I dig that. So only problem like, is, is only problem is if, if that were the theme, I would recommend that there's like a Texas Hold'em or a blackjack table nearby. Well, yeah. So they did it. They had cards. Not for real money. Oh, that's not that's not fun. That's a word. Is New York in 2015 it was legal? Can you imagine the fucking they fucking called the Sands Point Police on his hey, uh, you, gambling? Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? If uh, all goes according to plan, that casino goes up uh, where the Coliseum is. We, we're going to be like maybe 10, 10 years too late to the party at, at, at Hofstra. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, it'll all the cars that were parked in the parking lot at 10, at 10 in the morning at Jake's 58 uh, off the LAE are going to be on that casino at that casino uh, near the A Coliseum. A million percent. <laughs> but anyway. You so yeah, the prom- degenerates. Yes, promise. Oh, degenerates is, is it's a great term. I didn't I didn't mean that. Prom was fun though. Senior prom was fun. I didn't actually go to junior prom. Oh, senior prom. Senior prom was great. Senior yeah. prom was a great time. Yep. Didn't go to it. Right. <laughs> I've heard sources say that yep. Bird yes. senior <laughs> senior prom. Oh, was you have really sources, fun. Adam. <laughs> he may or may not be in the Zoom call. Lead the fifth. <laughs> I am protected. I am choosing not to be identified. Fair, 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 fair. All right. Anyway, we have 12 questions here in the mailbag. And like Bird said, we're it's going to be player debates. And basically, it's going to be uh, a would you rather. Thankfully, a lot of our uh, lovely listeners who asked questions specified the scoring format for each one where, where applicable, obviously, because asking like, would you rather have uh, Tom? Oh, I was about to say Tom Brady. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes? It it, it, it all means the same. Uh, Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts in full point PPR? It doesn't really matter because, you know, okay. Six point per passing touchdown leagues. Would you rather rather have Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Something like that. Yeah. But anyway, I would rather have Patrick Mahomes. I'll say that. Uh, In six six point and four point, I'd rather have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I think a lot of people would say that. Yes. Um, but anyway, pick a number. One to twelve. One to twelve. Well, you know how we do things around here. When we have an even number, we cut the damn deck. 
Number six. Number six is from Peter. Peter. Where? Where or where? Where in the world is Peter from? Now, normally there is a joke that is just a perfect layup. Well, okay. Uh, Peter was in St. Petersburg, Russia, but he heard about what's going on right now in, in beautiful, scenic, stunning, amazing Portland, Oregon, that he decided to pack up St. Petersburg and decided to go to Portland, Oregon. And I can't say I blame him. I, I mean, I, there, honestly, where would you rather be? The Garden of Eden or the or Portland, Oregon? I Honestly, I don't know. What's the difference? I, I really don't know. I really don't Make know. Fair, maybe, maybe, maybe makes not, fair points. There's not a tree that has apples of temptation on it. Maybe, maybe that's the difference. I I don't know. You're in Portland. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. Now you're in Portland. How do you like that? I... That's pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 listen, I'm, I, I am a musical genius when I want to be. So I want you to clip that and send that to us. Clip that. That's right. So clip that shit. Clip that shit. Uh, somebody should send that to us, and that is our new. I know you just changed theme songs, but that that should be the, the theme song for the mailbag. <laughs> it really should be. <laughs> just that whole that that part is. Whenever we instead of you saying "Welcome to the mailbag," it should just be you singing that. Welcome to Portland. Welcome to Portland. That could be that could be like the official uh, the official uh, theme song for the Saturday mailbag. Yeah. Just with just with a uh, with a with a club track behind it to really make it a you know as the kids say these days a nice little uh, funkalicious cheesy beat. I'll have to take your word on that one. That that, I, that that is what the kids say. I sources Adam sources. Uh, sources. I'm not updated on the on the new lingo. So uh, there are things that kids say these days, but I can't say that on this podcast. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Well, I mean, uh, not not because they're vile or bad or or anything that can get me potentially canceled or arrested. I just don't know what they mean. So they could be those things. I just wouldn't know. Yeah, couldn't couldn't tell you. Anyway, going to Peter's question, Peter asks a tight end question, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, is a pretty easy tight end question. Sure, but we'll see. Uh, in full, mm-hmm. Darren Waller or Dallas Goddard. Ooh, okay. Very, very close. Very close. Actually, my tight end five and my tight end six uh, in my rankings. I actually have it as Dallas Goddard. That's ahead of Darren Waller. Uh, very close for me, but I understand the appeal for both of them. If you're looking at Dallas Goddard, he's in the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Jalen Hurts is going to look at him quite often uh, downfield, and he should have a pretty nice foundation of touchdowns to uh, to go off on. And as for Darren Waller, right now, as things stand in the first week of April, he is the number one option for the New York Giants in the downfield passing game. And I would expect as long as Darren Waller is healthy, and that's the big caveat to this, if Darren Waller is healthy, that Darren Waller is going to be, at worst, he's going to be the second downfield option for the New York Giants. At best, he'll be the first downfield option for the New York Giants. The thing that puts Goddard over Waller, though, for me, is what I alluded to before. It's the health. It's the health. Dallas Goddard, for the most part, does not have those track record of injuries, whereas Darren Waller hasn't played a full season in what's going to be three years. So not well, that's great. it. Yeah, that's it for me, and that's what makes this easy, easily Dallas Goddard because, um, you know, I – Darren Waller is, and I know that everybody likes to talk about Christian McCaffrey as the guy who uh, goes against this trend of, oh, he's injured, he's injured, he's injured, I'm not drafting him. And then you, and then like one season, this season, he plays all 17 games. But for Darren Waller, I don't know at this point. I just don't see the health. And it's like, I've had Darren Waller in a couple places. Um, last year in the guillotine and he just was not healthy. And maybe part of that is just because the Raiders were a dysfunctional dumpster fire of a team and the giants are, are definitely better than the Raiders, but I just don't see it. 
with Waller until proven otherwise. See, the main point I do agree, I, 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 we agree, is is the health. But I actually do see it with with Darren Waller. It's just the health, which is the which is the biggest question. Like, let me just have a look at my overall ranks, and this is my full ranks. I have Darren Waller right now. Where is Waller and where is Goddard? Okay, so I, I have I have them eight spots apart. I have Goddard at 56 and I have Darren Waller at 64. So you could get Darren Waller right now pretty much in like round six, round seven. Adam, are you comfortable with that? No. You're not. Huh. Well, I'm not really. So here's the thing. You're at a position in tight end that is thin enough as is. And we know that you're already. And like picking Darren Waller is a huge risk injury wise, where you could be, you know, already looking by week by halfway through the season, you could be looking for a guy on the waiver wire already. Okay. So, so my question for you is um, uh, the guy who's back to back in, in, in these ranks, uh, Darren Waller or Kyle Pitts. I have Kyle oh Pitts God. 65. That's that is a very tough. Yeah. Darren Waller. I mean, Darren Waller is at least by himself in New York. Kyle sure. Pitts has. I mean, I don't know how much of a, how much of a split that's going to be yeah. between Pitts and and Johnny Smith. But I guess I'd rather have Darren Waller. But they're both not great options. No, they're not. They're not the safest options in the world, but I think Pitts definitely has the higher ceiling. Um, he may even have the safer floor, honestly, because I think you know Kyle Pitts is going to play um, with Waller. It's a crapshoot. You just hope he makes it to the next week. Uh, I still would take Waller because I think the offense in general is better, and I like that we know who the Giants quarterback is going to be right now. But ask me that question again in July or August. My answer could change. Yeah, because it all depends also on yeah who the Falcons draft as well, or if they draft somebody. If they draft somebody, right? Or if they or if they do what Arthur Smith said they're going to do and roll with Desmond Ritter, which I mean would make my brother-in-law happy because he's a huge uh, Bearcat. He's a Bearcats alum and he's a huge Bearcats fan. But I don't know if they'll make the the people of Atlanta happy. Um. Maybe, maybe not, but again, you don't really know until, until, you know, and we're going to know for sure in a month for who Mm -hmm. the starting quarterback is for the Atlanta Falcons. Hell, hell, it could be, it could be Lamar Jackson. You never know. Well, that would be interesting. Lamar Jackson with with, uh, Kyle Pitts with Lamar Jackson would be very interesting. Cause then you, the, the Mark Andrews comparisons are just like right there. Oh, that's that's what's going to bring Kyle Pitts back to relevancy. Will won't it? Probably. Oh, I, I I could see it now. Kyle Pitts. Let, let me just see the consensus. And, and we've now gone off and we're talking about Darren Waller and Dallas got Dallas got it. Now we're talking about uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is in the ECR. He's at fifty two right now. Wow. He no doubt in my mind would be top thirty. 36 if the Falcons traded for Lamar Jackson. And that's pure speculation. Oh, for pure speculation, yes. Yep. And honestly, I mean, yeah, the people are just extrapolate. That's what we do in the offseason. We try to extrapolate and see similar situations with data and try to apply them to, to different situations and see if that if that works. But that would be Interesting. Well, Kyle Pitts isn't actually in this mailbag, so it's. I guess it's good that we're talking about him. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to anyway. include him. You got to include him because he's definitely as a part of that uh, as a part of that group. Yep. Um. So both of us did say Dallas Goddard though, for for Peter. Uh yes, we both said Dallas yep. Goddard. All right. Pick another number. Uh, nine. Number nine is from Phil. Where is Phil from? Um, El Segundo, California. Interesting. Okay. Um, 
Phil asks Idnan, AJ Brown, or CD Lamb. Again, back to back, back to back in my in my non ranks. I have CD Lamb at eight. I have AJ Brown at nine. Uh, I'm going with CD Lamb, even though those two are very interchangeable for me. Uh, I just think that the Cowboys' offense, um, I think there's more to that's going to go to CD Lamb than there is in the Eagles' offense that goes to AJ Brown. If that makes sense, like I like both of them, but AJ Brown is contending for targets with Devonta Smith, contending for targets with Dallas Goddard whatever's going to be there in, in in the run game. And then Jalen Hurts design runs, whereas in Dallas with, with Dak Prescott, it doesn't matter who else they, they bring in. You, I mean, they could bring in a tight end in the draft. They could bring in B. John Robinson. They could bring in whomever the hell they want. They brought in Brandon Cooks. Michael Gallup is back there. CeeDee Lamb is going to be the number one target in that, in that Dallas Cowboys offense. It doesn't matter who else they, who else they bring in. Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb is going to be that guy. So, that's why I'm I'm gonna say CD Lamb, but that is not in any way me saying that I am off the AJ Brown train at all. I love both of them. I don't think you can go wrong whichever way you want it to go in that situation, but CD Lamb is just a, a tick higher for that reason. I totally agree. This is so close. I'm gonna go, and not just because I want to be the opposite of you, but I'm gonna go with AJ Brown in this one because okay. of the higher because of the high ceiling. No, that's for fine. Brown. That's and fine. I I, I I don't blame you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is the floor higher for AJ Brown? You think? In non in non it might be. Non it yeah. might be. Because also AJ Brown just scores so many touchdowns. He does. And that's really what sets you apart in non, because you don't have those receptions. So I think, yeah, AJ Brown. For this one. Well, CD Lamb, CD Lamb a year ago also he had nine touchdowns over the course of the season, and AJ Brown had the eleven. So they weren't that far off in terms of in terms of the overall touchdowns. But I hear you. I mean, I, I hear you. I mean, CD Lamb could have six catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. AJ Brown could have three catches for a buck three and a touchdown. Guess who's getting more points? It done. It's AJ Brown. Exactly. Um, yeah, it really, this is definitely one of those where no wrong answers, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very, very, very close one. And again, I don't, I don't hate either one of them. Yep. All right. Pick a number. Uh, 11. Number 11 is from Jonathan. Where is Jonathan from? Uh, Jonathan is from, um, He's from Istanbul, Turkey. All right. Jonathan asks, in half, Mark Andrews or Aaron Jones? This Ooh. is an interesting question because I this is their first one where they don't play the same position. Oh. Well, that's very tough. Okay. Here's what I'll say. I have Mark Andrews higher. But this all comes down to philosophy. Also, Lamar Jackson. In a way. In a way. But yes. Yes. I'll say this. If you're going and you're doing a team where you're centering centering it around having a strong foundation of running backs, the answer is Aaron Jones. But if you're doing what we've talked about on this podcast – about zero RB and how to properly do it. Mark Andrews is the way to go. To how to properly construct a zero RB team to get that elite tight end. Mark Andrews would be the way to go. I can't say for sure who I would take here. It really comes down to how you're constructing your team or how you want to construct your team. If you have an, if you like having the tight ends and having an elite tight end, then Mark Andrews would be the way you would go. Again, if you want the solid foundation at running back, or maybe you go receiver in round one, and then in round two, uh, you're looking for uh, some running back reinforcements, round two, round three, then Aaron Jones could be a way, a way that you would go. It really depends on on how you're building your your team when you're up on the clock there. But to to narrow it down and really summarize it, Mark Andrews would be the guy that I would go with. But again, 
all depends on how you want to build your team at that spot. Yeah, honestly, it just depends on who I have at the time. I mean, this is let's assume this is in the third round. Is that real? That's realistic, right? Oh uh, yeah, the, the, it's like two, two, three, ten. Yeah. So, knowing me, I probably have already taken a solid, like a a running back in the first round, um, or even in the uh, early second round or mid second round or whatever. Sure. So I think. I don't know if I would do this like in an actual draft, but at this point, I probably would go with Mark Andrews also. I mean, I mean, you could be be even in a position where you could take both of them if you're at that turn. Take Mark Andrews yeah. in round two, then take Aaron Jones in round three. Yeah, I mean, if you want to just be really cold and calculating about it, like Mark Andrews is the more valuable player at the least. Or at the scarcer position, so you take Mark Andrews. Sure, and and, and actually, you know, this goes into a whole uh, a whole deeper discussion about you know philosophy and looking at the board for this year. But I'm loving the running backs that are that are available right now in rounds rounds five, round six. You know, in half, you're looking at guys like at least in my ranks: James Connor, Tyler Algier, uh, Javante Williams, Khalil Herbert, Alvin Kamara. Right now, B. John Robinson, James Cook. The, those are really solid running backs that you're getting in round six right now. So you could very easily go that zero RB route and start your team with a Justin Jefferson, pair him up with a Devontae Adams or a Tyreek Hill, then get your Mark Andrews. And then round five, round six, when you start looking at running back, you're looking at getting one of those guys that I mentioned. You could even possibly throw in a Damian Pierce and Isaiah Pacheco. And you are sitting so, so pretty. Yeah, for sure. In so case you it, can't tell, Bird loves zero RB. I don't, it's not that I love zero RB or hate it. I just love presenting the other side to the coin and making drafters realize that there is another way to, to playing fantasy football other than the bog standard drafting 100 running backs and hoping that three of them stick. Yeah, for sure. And it's much more fun to construct a team in with zero RB. Yeah. All right. Pick another number. Um uh, well. Number twelve is from Ryan. Where's Ryan from? Oh, Ryan is from Ithaca, New York. All right. Ryan asks in non Christian Watson. Or Calvin Ridley. Ugh. It's Christian Watson. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, is Watson. The, Calvin Ridley is the mystery box of this year. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I'm Calvin Ridley is the stock that I am watching so closely because I just have a very bad feeling that we're going to get to August and Calvin Ridley is going to be pushing round five, if not higher. And that to me is just, absolutely crazy i'm sorry what is that thing that i said like 10 minutes ago about us taking past performance and trying to apply it to current situations yep yep exactly exactly christian watson i know this that, that the jordan love thing is not that appealing to some but jordan love has to throw to somebody there and while i do think that the packers are going to add a receiver in this draft they're going to add a receiver either in the first or the second round that's just that's just a hunch Christian Watson's going to be a big part of this game plan. And I think Jordan Love is going to really rely on Christian Watson. I expect a, a very, very big step up from Christian Watson in year two. In my non-ranks, let me just take a look at where I have Christian Watson. I have him, if I can find him. I have Christian Watson as my overall player, 41. So a fourth round pick. Wow. Well, I think Christian Watson, I mean, yes, Calvin Ridley is a mystery box. Christian Watson, though, also has a pretty, has a really high ceiling. Yes, in, he does. In Green Hum- Bay. Humongous ceiling. And in a non, in non, that's not going to kill you. Now, if it were, if it were in full, maybe there's a bit more of a discussion to, to be had. I think Ridley may have the safer floor than Watson does, but 
I think I'd rather take the chance on the more exciting guy in Christian Watson than the guy who hasn't played football and what will what will be two years in, in Calvin Ridley. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next question. Uh, let's go with number one. Number one is from Timmy. Where is Timmy from? Uh, Timmy is from uh, Belfast, Northern Ireland. Interesting. I don't think we've ever had, I don't think you've ever mentioned uh, Belfast on the podcast. Uh, it, it very rarely comes up, but when, well, when it does, it, it has to be poignant. And this is a very poignant moment. Yeah. I am not touching that. Why? No, no nothing. Okay. All right. Uh, Timmy asks, in half, Stefan Diggs or Garrett Wilson? Ah, uh, he's been listening to the podcast, clearly. Um, yeah. Shall we assume the... Aaron Rodgers? Uh yeah, I'm I yeah, I'm assuming this is this is definitely Aaron Rodgers. Um, this one isn't particularly close for me in half. Um, I have as Diggs. I have Diggs three spots higher than Garrett Wilson. That is obviously subject to change. But yeah, it, it it's Diggs for me. Uh in the fact that this it... is a question is nonsense, by the way. The fact that this is a debate that somebody is having with a receiver on the Jets is mind-blowing to me. It's unfamiliar territory. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it definitely is. But listen, Garrett Wilson is so exciting. He is. I know. He is. I I, I, I want to have as much Garrett Wilson shares as I possibly can. But with that being said, this is the problem, is that Diggs – is kind of going a little bit on the downhill right now in his stock. People are kind of just like, oh, I don't really know about Stefan Diggs, which is the perfect time to go and invest in Stefan Diggs. So the further the further Diggs falls, the better. And I, I, I just have a feeling, this is just a gut feeling before anything else. I will make a sizable bet that I will have 20% of my drafts where at least if they're in full or half, that Garrett Wilson will go over Stefan Dix. 20% of them. I just have that feeling. And That's if, crazy. And if that happens, I will be more than happy to collect on the Stefan Diggs shares that people are just letting fly by for whatever reason. Um, Clearly, you don't Aaron draft Rogers. a lot of Jets fans because Jets fans are like, something's going to happen. And this is, I'm not going to pick Garrett Wilson. Something's going to happen because the Jets are cursed because Joe Namath sold his soul to win the Super Bowl. Uh, pretty much. But it also comes down to the fact that, listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be great for the New York Jets. I'm not saying that he's not. But Stefan Diggs has Josh Allen. Who's Josh Allen going to throw to besides Stefan Diggs at this point? Also a fair point. I mean, you have Gabe, you have Gabe Davis there. That could, Dawson that could, Knox, I guess. Yeah, sure. James Cook. Hopefully, God willing. Or, um, or Dalvin Cook. Whatever. That would be kind of sad. It would be it would, the story would be nice. The Cook brothers playing together, but I really want it to be James Cook. But uh it, it it's it's Stefan Diggs. It's it's Stefan Diggs. And I love Garrett Wilson. This is not this is no slander. I know I've been very slanderous and very pointy in my words when describing the New York Jets over the years, going at New York Jets fans. I know I'm an enemy of the state, but credit where credit is due. Garrett Wilson is very exciting. I want him in a lot of spots this year, and he's good. He's going to be great. He's going to be great for fantasy, especially in full point PPR. Uh, half he'll be, he'll be good. He'll be really good in half. Uh, but it it is Diggs for me. Yeah, I think it's Stefan Diggs. I mean, he's amazing. So proven otherwise, like, and you know. Fuck the bills and all that, but like, come on, it's Stefan Diggs. Yep. Yeah. Let's be real here. It is Diggs. All right. Pick another number. Five. Number five is from Colin. Where's Colin from? Uh, Colin is from. uh, He's from Cape Town, South Africa. Very cool. Very uh, relevant question, actually. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on the Jets or Deshaun Watson? 
Uh, that's a good question. That, 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 that definitely is a good question. I'm not going to totally uh, take that question as, as slanderous. Um, but this one isn't particularly close to me. This is actually the easiest one that we've had. Um, it is Deshaun Watson on the uh, Cleveland on the Cleveland Browns over Aaron Rodgers on the on the New York Jets. What the fuck is the matter with you? Why? What? You take Deshaun Watson, who looked absolutely cooked last year. Uh huh. Over Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. That's okay. Not, it, it's not close. It's 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 not close. What? It's not close. I'm factor. I am factoring in the fact that there are rushing yards that are that are absolutely going to be there. The Jets are going to run a more balanced offense. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be responsible for launching it down the field at will. Granted, the Browns are going to are going to run their fa- their fair share too. But Deshaun Watson has the rushing yards. Aaron Rodgers is not going to run as much as Deshaun Watson is going to. Deshaun Watson may give you five six hundred rushing yards, which at the end of the day is fine. But there is no possible way that Deshaun Watson is going to be as bad as he was last year. He's going to get a full training camp. Amari Cooper will be will be there. Uh, Elijah Moore, I'm, I'm really liking at his, at his price right now. David Njoku, Nick Chubb looking like he is going to be the guy with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, give me give me Deshaun Watson. Give me Deshaun Watson over over Aaron Rodgers. Even though even though Rodgers won't be won't be too far off, uh, it's it's Deshaun Watson. I mean, Deshaun Watson had a fr- a full training camp last year, didn't he? And he had a full preseason. He was suspended for eleven games. Yeah, and then was suspended for eleven games. Yeah, but he still got to work with the teams over the off with the team over the off season. But he then was suspended so- for eleven games. He did not he did I'm- not play a game of football for nearly three months. Okay. On top of on top of not playing a game of football for a year. Yes. He did not he did not step foot on a competitive field in nearly 18 months. I, I am will I am willing to give Deshaun Watson the pass on him being rusty on the football field. The off-field things, not giving him a pass for that. Just want to make that very clear. I don't know how many more times we're gonna we're gonna need to emphasize that, but here we are in the world that we live in. Well, Deshaun probably forever. Watson, Deshaun because Watson, it's the person, is completely different from Deshaun Watson, the fantasy asset. I am talking strictly about the fantasy asset. Deshaun Watson is valuable for fantasy, and I will even go on the record. I will double down right now on the Deshaun Watson take. Deshaun Watson out of any of these quarterbacks that are going outside of the top four or five, Deshaun Watson is your league winner. Really? Yes. Well, I mean, you're probably getting him for like bargain basement prices because he looked terrible. And there are a lot of people that for reasons that are not fantasy related, don't want to touch him with a 10 foot ball. I'm lower than the consensus is on him for, for what it's worth. The consensus has him as the as the QB ten. I have him as the QB twelve. Outside of the top, being a league winner, outside of the, I, I don't know. I mean, as Rogers, let me just look at Rogers right now and see where he is. If I'm higher or lower, I'm higher on Rogers than the consensus is. The consensus has Rogers as the QB seventeen. I guess so. They're still ranking Rogers as if he's on the Packers, or maybe. Maybe, but the problem also with quarterback this year is that it's so deep. Quarterback is so st- is stupid deep. So it's like, okay, Aaron Rodgers is, is is a New York Jet. You're playing in a fantasy league in a, in the New York market where the Jets are very popular. I have to advise my my tri-state area fantasy players on this one. Let the Jets fans battle out, let battle out for Aaron Rodgers, and you just let Deshaun Watson fall in your lap. Simple. Yeah, this is like this is like the Saquon Barkley argument that we made like two years ago. Yeah, it's 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 very similar. It's very 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 similar. Let the Desha- let Deshaun Watson fall. No problem. I I'm good with that. You want to give me Deshaun Watson around uh, round twelve or thirteen? Sure. Not a problem. I know. I'd still take Aaron Rodgers. Never, never. Hundred times out of a hundred, it's Deshaun Watson. That's interesting. But this, but this is the year that Deshaun Watson has to prove it. Otherwise, there are massive, massive problems. And I will also say, before we move on to the next question, 
uh, you need to have another quarterback with both of them, with both Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. You could not draft them to be your standalone guys. Like I would love if you were to pair Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers like a Jordan Love or have Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers be your guy until Kyler Murray comes back. Like that. Oh, that I like. That I like a lot. Ooh. Oh, that's tasty. Yeah, I dig that. This is just really surprising to hear from noted Aaron Rodgers supporter Ed Birdsall. Uh, listen, I love Aaron Rodgers. He's been he's been my guy way longer than he's been your guy. I know. I you have talked some slander I about know. Aaron Rodgers. Well, once again, I Aaron have Rodgers... defended him on this podcast from you. I know. With that being said, I am in the market to win fantasy championships. Heart goes out the window. It's Sean Watson. All right. Next question. And for what it's worth also to show that I am not implicitly biased, it's very close for me to keep Deshaun Watson away from potentially leapfrogging him over Dak Prescott. All right. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. No. All right. Next question. Uh, Four. Number four is from Steven. Where is Steven from? Um, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Steven asks, in non, Ramondre Stevenson or Josh Jacobs? Ooh. Very similar guys. He did say in non, so that's a that's a big factor. Yeah, very, 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 very similar. Um I'm going with Josh Jacobs, though. This is this is again a very, very easy one for me. Um, for the very simple reason of I just don't want anybody on the New England Patriots this year. The Patriots are kind of canceled to me. So uh, with that, you love with to that, see it. Yeah. With that being said, I, I'm kind of I'm digging the Raiders' offense a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm kind of liking what they've what they've put together with Jimmy G, Devontae Adams still back there. Uh, there's plenty of targets now to go around. Josh Jacobs might become more of a factor in the passing game and still get his usual uh, goal line touchdowns via Josh McDaniels being his head coach slash offensive coordinator slash offensive mastermind. So yeah, it's it's Josh Jacobs for me. That's not particularly close, but Ramondre Stevenson is, def- is has definite appeal for sure. Well, I mean, when you're talking about non PPR, how can you not go with the reigning rushing yards leader That's in the true. NFL? That's very true. And you know, it's non PPR, so all that passing stuff that you mentioned doesn't is out the window. So, and you're basing it off of pure rushing upside and touchdowns. So with that, you got to go with Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it, also, you know, the Patriots are going to run a committee because they're weird over there in Foxborough. That's also true. That would, wouldn't be a surprise if they were to uh, bring like Pierre Strong into the fold and uh, and Pierre Strong is automatically taking touches from uh, from Ramondre Stevenson. Is uh, Rex Burkhead available? LeGarrette <laughs> Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt. Um Brandon Bolden. Maybe Danny Woodhead. Yeah. Yeah. Just all White. the bring James White back. James White. Uh Sonny Michelle. I've heard that he's uh, available also. Oh god. Oh god, that would throw up. I've just caused a lot of Patriots fans listening to uh have some really well, some really good memories. But also some really horrible memories with uh, Sony Michelle. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would go with uh, Jacobs on that one. All right, next question. Uh, let's go with number three. Number three is from Jeff. Where's Jeff from? Uh, South Salem, New York. Jeff asks in half, Tony Pollard or Joe Mixon. Oh hell. Um Oh, that's really tough. Because I I I have to preface this by saying that Joe Mixon is getting so much unnecessary flack for where he's basically being ranked right now. He is being ranked in the consensus. He is 42nd overall in the consensus and uh, the running back ranks, he is the RB18. 
that's borderline disrespectful. If, that's if, rough. Yeah, if you ask, if you ask me, I think that that, that is borderline disrespectful. I have Joe Mixon as my RB thirteen. Uh, comfortably, he should be a uh, two three turn pick, quite comfortably. Um, but with that, they forget said, how good the Bengals' offense is. Like really, yeah, yeah. Um, but with that, with that being said, um, I am going to go ahead and say Tony Pollard still. Um, that could change after the draft. We don't know what the Cowboys' plans are at running back. Um, they are not going to have Tony Pollard be with Ronald Jones. That's not that's not happening. Let's not Oof, even uh, let's not even awful. think about that and and promotion uh, and possibly try and promote that into existence. Um, but I do believe that Tony Pollard is the guy that you want here. So Pollard over Mixon in half. I and by the way, I also have Pollard. I have Pollard at ten. I have Mixon at thirteen. So they're close. They're close for me. So I guess you're assuming the Pollard is by himself at this point. Uh, for right now, yes. For for this exercise, I mean. for this exercise, yes. The way I do my ranks is everything that is up to date, up to date on the current situation. I don't project. Well, I mean, that's really, I guess, that's opening Pandora's box if you're just yeah ranking things based on things that could happen. Yeah, and honest and honestly, even then, like if, if it's Bijan Robinson, I'd probably say Tony Pollard is probably a top twenty running back in uh, PPR formats. If it's anybody else, he's still probably a top fifteen running back. So. All in all, that's probably a conversation to have after the draft, for sure, is, is where where I have Pollard after the fact. He's going to be one that I think he's he has a chance to move either way up or way down. Well, I think the thing with Mixon is that people saw that, at the especially at the end of the season, that Samaje Pirine got a lot of work. Um, like yes. More than the usual, you know, backup running back would get he got a lot of receiving down work he got a lot of third down work and he got a lot of touchdowns that a lot of people were like that should have gone to joe mixon what the hell so i totally understand the the ranking at the from that perspective the people are kind of afraid of that that it's morphing into a committee in cincinnati but i don't know well, and, and, and again, this all falls in line with, you know, will they, won't they, with Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Oh, man. Because that, that would be a nightmare because I just don't really see Zeke as like a pass-catching running back anymore. So Oof, that 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 is just something I don't want to imagine. Those three guys, they have to cut, they have to cut one of those guys. You can have you three think. of those guys on the same team. You would think it, work. it just doesn't work like from a usage perspective. Well, Samaje, well, Samaje is gone. That's true. Yeah. Samaje is gone. So it would just be Zeke and, and Mixon. That's still, ugh. I don't, I, I ugh, that, that makes me sick. Just thinking about it. Yeah. It still doesn't really work. Honestly, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah. I would probably, I guess, as things stand now, I'd pick Tony Pollard, but um, things will change probably in the off season as we go into the off season, further into it, as we are now. So right. yeah, for all the things that you said, I'd pick uh, Tony Pollard. All right, pick a number. Uh, number seven. Number seven is from Charles. Where's Charles? My from? king. Oh, where is where is my where is my king? Someone uh, call him king, uh, Charles in charge. Charles is most certainly in charge. Uh, my king right now. He was, of course, at the palace. Then he decided that he needed to go to Edinburgh for the St. Patrick's Day festivities but that was two weeks ago and ever since then he's been taking a global tour because he is currently in beijing china interesting yeah 
I don't know why, but sure. Why not? He wants to go see the Great Wall. What do you want me to tell you? I guess even royalty could be tourists. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with your first class accommodations. Yes. Well, Charles has a question about receivers. He's always thinking about fantasy. I love uh, King him. Charles. Is. I love him. I, I want to beat this band. Yeah. Uh, he asks in the fall, would you rather have Devonta Smith or Amari Cooper? A lot closer than maybe people would think. It's still Devonta Smith, but that's really close. I have Devonta Smith at 14. I have Amari Cooper at 17. Um, the the main selling point is really it's the Eagles offense that I'm just I'm liking a bit more than the than the Browns offense. Uh, so with that being said, it, it's Devonta Smith. I think and I also think Devonta Smith week to week is a lot safer than Amari Cooper. Uh, but they're both going to be uh, excellent wide receiver twos for for your fantasy teams. So I'm saying Devonta Smith, but that's no slight to uh, to my king Amari. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to go with Devonta Smith as well. Okay. For the reasons that you mentioned. Indubious. Yes. As my as my king would say. I he probably would say that. I don't know. Oh yes, he would. He's a great guy. Yes. My All king. Right, pick, pick another number. Uh number two. Number two is from Michael. Where's Michael from? Uh Michael is from Farmingville, New York. Oh. I thought you were gonna say like Scranton, Pennsylvania. That would have been funny. Uh, I was a mislap. I apologize. Yeah, it's okay. I don't. I haven't really watched The Office, but I just know about that. What? I've watched. I've watched like a couple episodes. But oh, that's whole, a, that's a crime. I've watched the whole thing all the way through. That's a it's crime, fun. Adam. It's very funny though. Big fan. Of the episodes I've seen. Yeah. Anyway, Michael asks in full: Travis Kelsey or Devonte Adams. Oh, oh, Devontae. Hey. This um, is a tough question. It really isn't. Said is it to say. It's not. It's Kelsey. Well, it, well I think Devontae Adams is gonna make this question harder as the years as the year goes on with Jimmy G a quarterback. Maybe. Maybe Jimmy G's just a bridge guy. You never know. They could they could draft a quarterback and really uh, spice things up. Um, I mean, do you sign your bridge guys to three year contracts for that m- amount of money? I got two words for you, Mike Glennon. Yeah, but at least Mike Glennon. I think that deal was horrible the second that they signed that. At least Jimmy G's deal has promise. Yeah, they signed Mike Glennon, and then not even. Uh, two months later, they drafted Mitch Trubisky. I know. Because they signed that, a quarterback to a three- or a four-year deal does not mean that that quarterback is safe. I guess. And because I mean, the Raiders are have, have a top-10 selection, if one of those four quarterbacks falls to them, that is always going to be a possibility because then, the, then Josh McDaniels can say, I drafted my guy. I mean, I don't know. What the Mike Lennon Mitch Trubisky situation is weird because Mike first of all that like I said that contract was terrible the second it was signed. Two, Mitch Trubisky didn't even start the year. It was Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon was so bad that uh the Bears were like we have to throw in Trubisky. The season's terrible. True. I mean, that's what the, so, that's what the Bills did with Nathan Peterman. Only they realized that after not even a game Half a game, basically. Yeah, it was half a game. I'm like, oh fuck, we have to play Josh Allen, <laughs> and he was terrible. Awful, awful. Like it was such a shock. Like it was such a shock that Nathan Peterman was going to be bad. I, I know. Well, anyway, um, yeah, it's and also, and also for for just uh, notes keeping purposes, I have Travis Kelsey as my tenth overall player, and Devontae Adams as my fourteenth overall player. I mean, you might get a steal with Devontae Adams. There's a good, there's a very good chance. I like it. I like it. And like I said, it, it was fire back up 
on the bandwagon of uh, zero RB. I mean, how you might get a bargain, a steal for Travis Kelsey. People are going to pick Mark Andrews over him. I tell you, I tell you what, zero RB at the back end of round one, where you potentially could go Kelsey Cup, Kelsey Hill, Kelsey Chase, Kelsey Adams to start. It's pretty hot. Not going to lie. That's pretty, that's pretty, pretty nice. That's pretty, pretty, that's pretty sexy. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yeah, that kind of, oh, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Thank you for not finishing that sentence. We appreciate it. We are, I and the audience, thank you. You're welcome. Adam, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to uh, to think about what I say before, uh, before the things come out. Uh, this is one of those times where I am very happy that I'm just going to shut my mouth and we can move right along. I've been working on that too. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, probably having the same level of success. Ah, but Comes and goes. Comes and goes. But uh, yeah. Oh, God. I just keep thinking about that dodged bullet. And <laughs> that massive, gigantic bullet that we just dodged. And I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah. That, that's a, although, okay, I remember now. So, yeah. Travis Kelsey and a high-end wide receiver one is amazing. Is yeah. money, in the, money in the bank. Yes, it is. It's amazing. All right. Pick a number. We're almost done, I feel. Yeah, we have two more. Yeah. Uh, number 10. Number 10 is from Henry. Where's Henry from? Um, Henry is from... He's from Islington, North London. Home of the first place Arsenal. Up the Gooners. Interesting. Uh, I don't know how, why Henry is interested in the other football. Um, because and, he is a regular when it, when the NFL goes to Wembley. Duh. Of course. Duh. Well, Henry asks in full, Chris Olave or T. Higgins. Ah, oh, man, 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 man. You gotta do this to me. I guess the real question to go along with this question is do you think T. Higgins is gonna get traded? No, I don't. I think T. Higgins is there one more year and then uh Cincinnati has to let him walk. Um but with that being said, the answer might surprise you. It may not. It, for me, it's Chris Olave by by one. And that's just because T. Higgins has this thing in his offense that's named Jamar Chase. And Chris Olave has this thing in his offense called Michael Thomas. Who do I trust to get more consistent looks? T. Higgins with Jamar Chase there or Chris Olave with Michael Thomas there? Slash when Michael Thomas inevitably goes down because he's not fucking healthy. Uh, you mean when Michael Thomas isn't there because he's never there. He's never there. He's never there. And Adam, guess what? Michael Thomas is not 100%. Can you believe it? What a shock. I, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. Believe me. The Saints, they have really, 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 really exercised their last straw with me, boy. Let me tell you something. The Saints... <laughs> Des Bryant throw up the X. Cancelled. 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 Well, they have your boy. Oh, actually, no, they don't. They are oh, they are more cancelled than Will Smith at the Oscars. Cancelled. Wow, that's okay. Timely. Timely for a year ago. The Oscars were two weeks ago. Well, I mean, the thing what happened was a year ago. That that incident, but, sure. Yeah. That but, incident. That incident, sure. Uh, by the by the way, Adam, have you have you seen the film that won that won Best Picture? 
Oh, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once? I had never heard of it. I watched it last week. Phenomenal. I've heard great things. Phenomenal. It was so good. It was so funny. And it, it was it was a fun time, but at the same time, it was the way they call it was it's a, it's forget what Wikipedia had it listed as. It was like it's like along the lines of absurdist comedy drama, something like that. It was just very very nichey, um, but really really awesome, really awesome. I highly recommend it. Honestly, it sounds like a lot of movies that win Best Picture. And a lot of the movies that do kind of do deserve it. So uh, what are you going to say? It's a, you're, for those that are listening, because you don't have a video portion to this podcast, Bird has the microphone basically within makeout range at the moment. I might start tonguing this thing in two seconds. Please don't do that. This is after you watch Shawshank. And Casablanca. Add it to the list. You uneducated shell. I All right, add it to the list. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. I expect when 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 you watch Shawshank and you watch Casablanca, I expect full fucking book reports. <laughs> Proper MLA citation. Oh. Adam, Adam, I, I promise you. Shawshank, not so, not so much Casablanca. Even though Casablanca is amazing and it will, but Shawshank is going to change your life. Well, I know, I know the plot of the Shawshank Redemption, and I know, and I've seen like scenes from the Shawshank Redemption. Okay, but okay, I need to watch the entire thing. Okay, I know. I'm not saying that I'm not trying to get out of this. Little I'm just cuts, saying little cuts don't do it. I'm saying that I have a little context of, of the film before I go into it. It's like saying, oh, yeah, I've watched I Love Lucy. I, I've seen uh, a couple of commercials. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just because I've seen the assembly line scene. I can't say that I've seen I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy is also amazing. I did the assembly line scene is my favorite part. And I've only seen like that part really. So I guess it's a, gr- it's a great part to say. It's a, it's gr- a great, 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 part. great part to say. Yeah. Look that up on YouTube. It's yes, really funny. Please, please. Right. It's really funny. <laughs> yes, it is. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? How do we get here? I never know. Um, I literally have no, I, I literally have no idea. Oh, uh, uh, best picture of the Oscars. Yeah, it was like best picture oh, of the Oscars. Yes, yes. We were talking about the Oscars. And yeah. we were talking about Michael Thomas because Michael Thomas can't stay on the field. And I said he's even more canceled than Will Smith at the Oscars. And all, yes. Well, there you Which go. Which is a, as the kids say, offending. You know what that means, Adam? Uh, no. Offending? I feel like. That's I a feel fact. like that's a oh, fact. I feel like I'm like 50 years old trying to like what what, what are these kids saying? So you want to you want to hear well this is this is like the last thing because I know we're both on a on a tight schedule and there's one more question that we have to get to. Um for those of you that know what this means, you'll get a good laugh out of this cuz I just learned what this means. I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not going to say what oh. it means, Adam. I'm just telling you you can go look it up afterwards. Goofy ah, do you know what that means? No. Look it up after. How do you even spell that? You know what? Tell me after the show. I don't just tell me after the show. I don't want no. Goofy ah. I don't want this to uh, go out, go over the airwaves. No, no, I could say it. I could say it. It's it's kind of like this is bullshit. Oh. Yeah. Kinda so like, it's like uh, so it's like for example for example. Uh, bird, it's 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 uh, your turn to edit the podcast. Ah, man, that's that's so goofy. Ah, so like Fugazi. Sure, yeah, in a way, yeah, that's goofy. Ah, okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever, I don't think I'm really going to add that to my regular uh, vocabulary, but sure. Neither will I. Whatever. Neither will I. That's a promise. It's, I mean, it's a fun word to say, or it sounds like a fun word to say, but yeah. There was a kid that I went to high school with that would say uh, Dumbola when he would say, like, so, instead of saying that something is trash, he would say it's Dumbola. Which is Dumbola. Yeah. So add that one to the list of slang. We're learning something new every day here, Adam. Yep. Based on Talk Podcast Fantasy Show, where people come for their education. Yeah, we're actually that's one of the tags on like Apple and Spotify or educational. Mm-hmm. You think that uh, E you think that E next to the podcast title was for explicit? Nah. Educational. Nope. Educational. Absolutely. Damn straight. All right. The last question is number eight and is from George, another member of royalty. Yeah. Yeah. But from like 200 years ago. 300 years ago. George? Uh, I was thinking of King George. Go King George too, but our prince. What a great guy. Love him. Um, Prince George is currently... In Birmingham, England, because he's going to go watch the villains tomorrow with his father, Prince William. They're going to be at Villa Park tomorrow. Oh, who are, who are the villain? Who's Aston Villa playing? Absolutely no fucking idea. I know. I know it's not Arsenal because we're 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 taking on Leeds. Uh, they are facing. They are facing. Who might that be? Uh, this is taking much longer. Oh, no, they're not at home. They're in London. They're going to the bridge. Oh, up the villains, up the villains. Well, I'll tell you who uh, who were playing over the weekend. Seven thirty tomorrow. Those uh, those guys from Liverpool. Those fucker. Let's those fuckers from Liverpool. YNWA, baby. Yeah, well. Up the fucking Scousers. Unbelievable. 6-0. 6-0 in favor of City. Absolutely not. Fuck you. Up the Scousers. Great people. Anyway, uh, George asks, in full, Miles Sanders or DeAndre Swift? Again, this is so easy. Miles Sanders. Yeah, it's Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, I actually made, I actually made a pretty big move on Miles Sanders today. Uh, Miles Sanders is now comfortably inside my top 20. He's my RB17. So who do you think the Lions are going to bring in to be their Jamal Williams next year? They did it already with David Montgomery. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did it already. And Miles Sanders is now free. He's free. Like a well, like a more or less. He is a free man. Great guy. Like a lion in the middle of Sahara on a hot summer's day, chasing down a gazelle. Mr. Birdsaw, we have breaking news. Slight oh. breaking news. Who? Oh, we are, we have a where? Why? We have a kid line goal. Like a full okay. So here so here's how this is. Okay. Capo Caco scores. Church! Church! Praise be! Praise be! Assisted by Filipino and Alexi Lafreniere. The children! We have a full kid line goal. Oh, I was watching. I I have like the, uh, I had my phone, you know, just kind of keep track of everything that was going on. They had two shots in the first period. Wow. That's fucking dreadful. But... The children, the catalysts. Children. Always knew that was coming. Uh, but yes, Miles, San- Miles Sanders is my RB16. Uh, let me just look at him in the uh, in the ECR. Um, I have him two spots ahead of the uh, ECR. He's the RB19. Someone actually has him as a top 12 running back. Wow. I thought Although, I was high on him. That's what? Miles Sanders is weird because like. He's very weird. Isn't he in like a similar situation though? He just doesn't have. Well, he's coming off. He's coming off of a career year. He got paid big money, and 
he's on a second contract. And we know we know the formula that happens with running backs and running backs specifically that are on their second contracts. They never, ever end well. Well, yeah. But I don't know. It also depends on who the quarterback is. It's going to be CJ Strap. Yeah. It's going to be CJ Strap. But uh, that's that's interesting. Miles Sanders, and he's by himself, though, at least. The only competition he has right now is Chuba Hubbard, and that doesn't worry me. It is Miles Sanders, no DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, Lions running backs canceled. Yeah, I just... Uh, not Michael Th- not Michael Thomas, Will Smith canceled, but, but, but canceled. Proceed with caution with yes. your Detroit Lions running backs. Yes, agreed. Because Dan Campbell hates fantasy only for running backs. Correct. Dan Campbell might have had Jamal Williams on his fantasy team. I wouldn't blame him because Jamal Williams is just a great guy. Do you think NFL coaches play fantasy football or would that be a huge conflict of interest? Uh, It would be a massive conflict of interest. (laughs) Because they can literally control the results and collude. Exactly. It's huge conflict of interest. There would be controversy abound if it ever came out that the NFL head coaches have a fantasy football league. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsall, I am Adam Caster, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.